another episode of the world of the Next Level Living Podcast, y'all. Flexing, I'm with my crew. I'm with my family. You feel me? K Hart, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. You I'm, over here banging. You got that banging pose. That's because I'm right next to you in that all black. You got me feeling hey. like, what's up? Like, Dressing all black and my gun the same color. You got to ride for Next Level yeah. one time. You know that's what I'm saying? Like chains and everything, huh? Let me Ooh, see. Oh, we outside? We outside. But then, not only that, <laughs> but we got the best representation of shopnextlevel.co in the building. We oh, got the fall. Come on, can you, can you just show my brothers oh, real man. quick? Y'all What's, see that oh, orange man. and green? Jay, how you what feeling? What size is that, cuz? Oh. Uh, That's my size? Yeah. Ah, oh, she so says your breastplate of unrighteousness is shown. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. My dog said the unrighteousness. <laughs> Yeah, so, I was um, just gonna say I was gonna take it after, but I just thought it looked good. Yeah. I just yeah. I like I like we got that Florida Gators colors on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love that energy. Want. I love that the energy. Hurricanes, I'll okay. give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, keto, low keto. Um, I am gonna have to probably step up. You know what I'm saying? My sizes to make sure. You know what I'm saying? Because you got some different goals. I got some different goals. We got, maybe we should talk about that, too. One Ooh, of these episodes. For sure. Yeah, that I'm for leaving sure. the push-up group. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. We definitely got to talk about that. Yeah, that's that a big one. That could probably be its own. Because how for many years sure. has it been? Yeah, maybe we do that next week or so. Mm. Huh? Five, six years? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been a minute, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And then, y'all, we got we got our, our big brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, the king coach. You I'll know what I'm saying? I'll let your boy. Crump is back, in the building. Y'all. Crump is back. The official substitute teacher on the podcast. Ooh, I'll be I like that. Place, you know what I'm I like that. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Six man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You Put him in the six game. Six man of the year. A lot of starter, but you know what I'm saying? Look at, look at, look at Jeremy. You know Jeremy different. Nah, Jeremy different. I was just counting. I hope they got the shot. Look at him, bro. Like, he didn't bro. catch the metaphor, though. Exactly, no, bro. He didn't catch it. He still, ain't he in the spirit. He didn't catch it. Because that's why he went there. He wasn't in the spirit, huh? No, he didn't. He didn't understand. Basketball is not his forte. But if you add in the fellas here... And the five of us normally that it takes to do the podcast, you would be the six man. Well, great, seven. great recovery. So I'll give you that. Seven. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh, okay. Cool. For bruh, sure. Bruh. Bro, bro, bro. You know, he be I, I'm about right, to identify bro. why you like Chris. Bro, let me, let me get you feel like... Give me some. <laughs> 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 Give me some, Jay. I, I see I now. I gotta bring him back. Put, it, like, put it on me. Jeremy, put it on me. Well, I see now why Mike loves Chris on the podcast so much because he feel like he got somebody else. I got you know what I'm saying? They could tag team and pick on me with. It's all good. It's all good, though. Y'all, oh, bring us back. What I we promise y'all we came to talk to y'all. So why did you bring Chris back on this bro, episode? We brought, we brought Chris here, man, because... Chris ain't going to talk about himself, but he needs to be talked Facts. about. That's a word. That's Facts. This is the, the true reason why we brought Crump back is because he deserves to be talked about. And not only that, but he brings a level to the next level living uh, group that y'all don't just get to see every day. And it's, it's very special to us, um, and especially to Jeremy, what it is that he brings. Jeremy, how do you see Chris? When you look at Chris, how do you see Chris? Um, brother first. Okay. Before executive, before owner, before boss, before, you know, coach, like before all of that, um, a brother first. Because that's first what we had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just had the brotherhood, the friendship on the prayer line for, what, 10, 12 years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kind of just growing as men through parenting and, and marriage and just entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. Just kind of just building from there. 
And I think for me, you know, I see him first as that. Now I see him as a leader, you know what I'm saying? Him and his wife, Nicole, for those of y'all that don't know Nicole, and hopefully we'll be able to get her on one of the episodes in the future. But she's our chief operating officer, so she she be running, you know what I'm saying, the companies. And so, you know, they are like the second family yeah. of the next level living, the Jeremy Anderson group, the enterprise that we're building. Core four. And so um, the core four, yeah. absolutely, yeah. So, um, so yeah, brother. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about where you came from before you even got to next level living. Mm, that's a that's a story. But for I mean, first and foremost, I'm a country boy, mm-hmm. swamp of Florida, and no, uh, tell him what part of a boy. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Waha boys. Waha University in the building. Hey. You know what I mean? You and, can't say uh, that back. Yeah, I, but listen to me. The point. I call, I call, stay focused. I'm not going to disrespect that. Thank yep. you, thank mm-hmm. you, Chris. Oh, thank, you. thank you for your class. Um, I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I come from a family of sharecroppers, man. Uh, you know, my dad adopted me. He was in his 40s, and uh-huh. he had already raised six kids to be grown. Uh-huh. I remember uh, when I had, and I, you know, when you when you low income, you don't really know it when you're so a kid. True. So true. And then, you know, you go through the part of going through uh, your high school graduation and you got to fill out your um, FAFSA form and your financial aid and you, your parents have to show you what they made for the year collectively. Yeah. So it's 2001. I was like, my mom and daddy both together made $17,000 for the year. Whoa. And I was just like, we broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, how, are we, how, do, we, how do we even survive? Because right. I didn't feel it. Right. You know what I mean? Like the love that was there. My dad, you know, uh, him and my mom both dropped out of school in grade school, and he's still the smartest man I've ever met in my life, you know. Uh, he'll be 85 next month. And uh, like I said, man, when you talk about a man that just, hey, I'm going to see my sister who run the orphanage, yeah. I'm going to adopt her. So for me, it was just an opportunity to really uh, oh, wow. be mentored by him. Yeah, He was my first mentor. Then, you know, growing up, how we grew up as far as the streets and low income. You know, D-Boys, you know what I mean? Like that influence. But then basketball was kind of like my saving grace. Met my wife in college, uh, who's now part of the core four. And then that just went on a journey in Bermuda. Well, I'm just trying to play basketball. That translated into, Chris, we love how you work hard at basketball, coach this team. Chris, we love how you coach this team, coach this program. Wow. We love how you run this program, run this department. We love how you run this department, run this school. We love how you run this school, run gang intervention for the country of Bermuda. We love how you run gang intervention for the country of Bermuda, run this or to sit on this board for the country of Bermuda. So it just kept morphing into things, right? And what was interesting, I never filled out a job application for any job I had, and I wow. never was qualified for the positions I was holding. Wow. It was always like, bro, we see what you do and the results you get, and all I know is I need you on my team. Wow. It was always that energy. And uh, so then, after a while, you know, I'm like, 2013, I get a major executive role. I'm, I'm making good money. I'm doing investments. And I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to be a speaker. Me and him got the same mentor, E.T., the big homie. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And one thing I realized that I was confusing purpose mm-hmm. with popularity. Mm. And so I would I would get the dopamine of the stage, and I liked that. And I had a natural gift of speaking because I invested so much, but I didn't like the popularity. Got you, got Don't you. like the popularity at all. I love privacy. So when I saw Jeremy, Jeremy is like anointed and called, right? right, right. But he also, Jeremy is also called for the carry. See, what does I, that mean? See, there, there's a calling on you, uh-huh. 
But with every calling, depending on how big and how deep the calling is, there's a carry that you have to carry. Oh, like gotcha. you have to carry this organization. Wait. You have to carry this group. You have to carry this stuff. Yeah. So that's why people don't want to accept the call. Right, right, right. They don't right, want to right, accept right. the call, not because it's going to put them in the limelight. They understand it's a responsibility with yeah, that call. Yeah, and yeah. I really just want to do me. Yeah. So I felt that experience of not just answering the call of being an executive, of being a head coach of this program, of being a director of this school and sitting on this board. The carry that I had to do with the wife and children, the carry I had to do to go into the prisons and help 45 gang members and go into and then help them privately hide at one o'clock in the morning to a safe house to get to the airport to go over to England to get to Chicago, like to go through that with the police and go through that with the premier and go to that with all the things I had to go through. It's cool to say you did it, but it carried something with it, right? Jeremy, I realized he had to call. And he had to carry, but he didn't have the covering. Mm. So it was a it was a time in my life where I knew what not having covering felt like. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember being an executive and being stabbed in the back. I remember you sacrificing to let people use your car to do stuff for the company. Let people use money at your own account to do stuff. For, maxing out credit cards to help kids in basketball tournaments because they come from the hood. And nobody's looking out. For you, nobody's making sure you get that back. I remember raising money for kids and a mother because she was unemployed stole the whole fundraiser from us. You know, like, like just having all these things where nobody ca- like I was doing the call, I was doing the carry, but there was no covering. So when I saw what Jeremy had built and I saw him running around and I saw him busy, I saw him bragging about how much hours he was working. I said, okay, all he's missing is a covering. And then I had grew to be at least aware of a five-level man. And I wanted to work my way to show him, to show the community that it's not about me, it's about we. If you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, you go together. I love it. I love it. So it it seems like to me, like you've just been building yourself. Um, Jeremy had a term that he used um, a couple of weeks ago, and just talked about like just keeping his head down. Mm. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that too with you. Like it, it almost sounds like both of you all have came into each other's life as a result of you just staying true and keep your head down where you was at. Mm. You say you never qualify for a job that you had or fill out a job application. Like if that ain't, if that ain't the definition of keeping your head down, I don't know what it is. It's like just fulfilling your assignment. But yeah, I never was a person who was trying to find the sweet spot. I always made my spot sweet. <laughs> All right, that's a clip. So we gonna so we y'all y'all gonna see this again. Like I'm telling you that right now. Like that was so far. I can't wait to post that on my Instagram. For like sure. I, that that's going on my account. Like that that's that's different. Like yeah, I never saw somebody like man. You know, wow, look what they got. Like I'm like I'm me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna just make this like like. And when you when you really connected to God, yeah. God is a rewarder of a good steward. That's fact. So all God asks you to do, bro, is take care of what I put in your hand. Mm. God, so we 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 want the increase, but we don't have permission. Mm. Like God has to increase. So because God is in control of everything and everyone, God was just like, "You, my child. Like I want the best for you, but you have to be a good steward. What's in your hand? Yeah. Once you're a good steward in your hand, it come. I never begged for the opportunity. I killed what I killed the now. Mm. And when I killed the now, the opportunity just came. Jeremy, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. So what? At what point? I know you were you were all sitting down at dinner one day, mm-hmm. and there was a position open for CEO for Next Level. And your wife had recently just got a job somewhere else. Yeah, the one of the best jobs in the world. Right. Like so, months, ago, months before, just so, just in a couple months in. Wow. 
the, the, the biggest job you could get in your corporate career, really, for a black woman. Wow. Hold on. So before we go there, I want to get some further context. So Crump came to the house. Father's Day brunch. Father's Day brunch. And when everybody else left? Make sure everybody else left. My man waited till everybody left. And then we had a conversation in the kitchen. And I remember he was just like, bro, like I feel a calling. Like I feel like we should be working together. I don't really know what that looks like. Um, and I was just like, I heard that so many times before. I mean, so many times before. And I'm just like, and I never know what God is doing, but I knew of him. So I was willing to even entertain it. But I'm thinking like, I ain't sitting at the time. I'm thinking like, bro, you got your own businesses. Like you making yeah. money. He was just like, like, and he was like, well, well, I'll pray on it. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, let's just, and we prayed. Mm. We prayed right there on the spot. Mm. Right. Um, but I interpret prayer differently. Like when I say pray on it, when I when God convicts me in my spirit, man, it has nothing to do with what anybody else has to think, including my wife. When God convicts me in my spirit, man, I know I need to do something. Mm-hmm. So prayer for me is not just in uh, the traditional sense of talking to God. It's in doing something with God. Mm. So like that is prayer. So my prayer, when, we, when you said pray for something, my prayer was to invest in your conference. Mm. That was praying. Mm. To pay and not just pay for the conference, but pay for VIP. Now, this is my brother. So when I see Chris Crumpler register for VIP, I'm like, that's my dog. He should have just called me and told me he wanted to come. I said, this nigga done sowed a seed. So, so let's stop him. though. So the sowing of the seed, because I didn't want to, I didn't just want to have a relationship. I wanted to activate God. Mm. And I knew God wouldn't be activated unless I poured out first. I'm going to make you say that again, Chris, because just in case somebody was driving and got a text message when you said that, I really want you to say that again because you can break it down. But my God, it hit me just when you said that. You didn't just want to do what? Yeah, I didn't just want a connection of I'm trying to learn something. Like it wasn't about that. I needed, I was, I had already had the conviction. Right. But I needed God to get activated. What? So when God has to get activated, you have to release something and you have to put a seed in the ground. So, so now I God gets to work now. Mm. Because I don't know what's supposed to look like. We talked about that. Right. But I know it was supposed to work. Right. So whatever God has his, in his hand, I'm gonna put a seed in there. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know what that was, and I did the same thing. I I invested in the speakers academy. Be, uh, to let Jay know that I was serious about being around him. And he gave me a same call. It was just like, bro, why don't you just, why don't you just hit me and let me know? And I was just like, bro, like, you've already tried to extend too many opportunities to me. Mm. I want you to know that I really am invested and I want to be a part of what you're doing. I never saw him blessing my mom with an opportunity to be in the academy. Mm. I never saw him baptizing my father. Mm. I never saw my family being able to be at the conference and do that. So when you say about activating God, that's the reason why I have to slow that down and make sure people get it because we're not willing to release. And we're asking God for things that that God doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you heard the uh, the thing about T.D. Jakes? Man, we've been talking about T.D. Jakes a lot this month. But T.D. Jakes talks about, like, uh, 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 God don't uh, make, table make tables. He don't create tables. He said, I make trees. So he gives us this. He said, and what you do with what I gave you is your gift back to me. So God gave us this. But what we sow back out to you, he said, I give you a tree. And when I give you a tree, imagine what it could be. He said, imagine a chair, imagine a table, imagine a son, imagine a daughter, imagine a leader, but imagine what it could be. And so you took that moment 
and just trusted God and imagine what that seed could be. It didn't matter that your brother would give you some free. It didn't matter that um, you, um, he, he could pay for you to go to Australia. Like, you just imagine what you being by his side could be. And I just don't want people to miss the opportunity to imagine what could happen if you invest in yourself. If you put your head down and stop worrying about being great and worry about being faithful. You know what I'm saying? Like, let God do the hard part. You just keep your head down. So, bro, I'm inspired by that. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just appreciate you taking time to be so intentional because you say powerful stuff, Chris, and you don't realize it because it's just you. And it's funny because sometimes you shut us down from getting excited. You're just like, bro, I'm a grown man. That's just what I do. And that, matter of fact, y'all, we're going to turn that to a hashtag, okay? Hashtag I'm a grown man this episode, bro, because Chris does so much without wanting the recognition for it. You just you just want to be faithful to your brother, and that's why we got you here, bro. No, but let's talk about that part, right? Because there is there is a element where, you know, there are some people that want to be that one. They want to be the number one. Like, they want to be that guy. Like, they want to focus on them. What was it about you, bro, that made you say, hey, look, I'm, I'm here to be behind the scenes to, to, to cover my brother. And then we got to go back and tell the story. So let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. Because we... we, we, we well, let me say this else. part before you go back. Okay. Go okay. back. I don't want to be number one. I am number one. Okay. <laughs> but my, my assignment is to mm -hmm. serve you. That has nothing to do with who I am with God. Right. So continue. Right. And so, so since you clarify, let me clarify. I'm not saying you're not a number one, but a number one under an establishment. See what I'm saying? So you are alpha male. Yeah. Like you are number one. But when you came here, you said, I'm going to take a, a, you know what I'm saying? Like almost like Jesus, bro, all the majesty. Mm. He's like, bro, I'm about to come to earth and be like a human. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm about to step down for a bigger sacrifice. Mm. You feel me? Because humanity can't do it without me. Right. I couldn't do it without y'all. And you then ended up being goaded because of it. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. Jesus made himself something. lesser than, and then he became the goat. Oh, bro. Like, listen. he was already that as a Godhead, but we don't talk about Jesus as the Godhead. I, I, we ain't about to, we ain't got to break right, it down. You right, know what I'm right. saying? But, 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 but that's just, a bar. You, but it's my a bar, right? Said, For let's those be clear. that get it, you get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, get, take that My dog said, my, I've, I, I, I am a one. Like, that's a word. That's crazy. So, Chris, as a one, it's just like, bro, God has called me. And we really didn't know. You didn't know what it looked like. Yeah. I, I didn't did really it. know what it looked right. like. We just, I was like, let's just pray. And we just prayed. And I, I remember my prayer specifically was just like, God, like, what's your plan? You know what I'm saying? And so then he, he sows a seed. He registers for the conference. VIP. I feel away because I'm like, that's my dog. You're supposed to come for free. Just hit me. So I'm like, well, I want your wife to have a ticket for free. Like, have her come in VIP next to you, and then you can kind of take it from there. Yeah, and I, and I kind of want to go back because okay. I, I want people to get the, the, the anchor of this is God. So I, my conviction was so strong. When I left Bermuda, hmm. I was convicted to move hmm. next to Jeremy. So even when my wife was looking for a house, I said, you got to get a house in this area. Wow. Like, we can't get no house... Ain't no, ain't no getting a house for the price. We got to get a house for the purpose. Like, we need to get a house to make sure that we're right by a certain person because our lives go change when we're around that person because that was my spiritual conviction, hmm. right? And so when I told her, she would look, I said, look, I don't care. And then, you know, then she talked to some Atlanta friends and I talked to her mama who was living in Covington. She was like, but you know, it's nicer over here. And this, I said, listen to me. Right. It's a man of God in this house. The only place we're going to live is right here. So pick a house 
Because I don't want you to have your ownership as a woman, but it's got to be right here. In this area. Yeah. So when you moved, I was hot. You know what I'm saying? I was, whole <laughs> job. I was like, hey, right, right. But so, so y'all peep game. They moved from another country. They lived in the island of Bermuda for years and moved and was just like, and moved, we gonna... and moved with no job. Oh, for sure. And which is like, I, and not I only am I going to move day. here, but I'm about to make sure I'm in the area, the vicinity, you know, it's of my brother. And then who knew years later? I, I knew, so I, God had told me, so I knew something, but I knew, again, I have to invest first. You know, you, you ain't waiting on God, God waiting on you. So, but God, you still have to do things in decency and order in the spirit realm. So you can't ask for something you ain't given. You got to give first to receive what God has for you, mm. right? So me saying, okay, take a leap of faith, boom. Like, so that part, because that part is just as important as the nuances of how it came together mm -hmm. with the synergy, right? So from there, I'm looking at you at the conference and my mind is executive mind. I'm a director, I'm, I'm a sitting on board. So I'm seeing, all I see, my mind operates with effective and efficient. I tell people I'm E squared. So I always see gaps. And everything and everyone always see gaps, whether you're a presenter, whether you're an organizer, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a leader. All I is this is great. This is phenomenal. I see gaps. Like I, I how I process, I constantly see gaps. And one of the things I hate, I hate how much you was moving. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I see how your wife is working the desk. I see, I'm, so I'm seeing logistics, I'm seeing organization, I'm seeing, you know, I me, mean, your what your usage rate. And so I'm just processing, like, man, if I was Boom. And then when Nicole had the panel come up of your team, she was like, oh, how about they do this? And what did, I said, babe, and I kept saying, babe, they don't know to do that. They don't know to do that. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> right? And so, and then, and then we went to dinner the next week. Yeah. You were like, man, y'all, man, I'm so glad y'all came to the crowd. Let's go to dinner. We went to dinner, and every last one of your problems, my wife can answer. And I was like, but she just got this dope job. Two months ago, yeah. like a couple months ago, like the dopest job of her career that she'd been waiting on for 20 years. So I said, but my wife knows me. Okay. So she knows me. So the next day I said, you know, you wrote recording a podcast with y'all. I said, I just show up Saturday while y'all, I ain't got nothing to do on a Saturday. I show up and I'm driving. Is that when I met you? I think so. Cause that was a that yeah. was last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So so that day, that day I'm just I putting it together. My bad. So that day, okay. I called my wife and said, I'm going to tell them they need to hire you as a CEO. She said, I knew you was going to do that. Because <laughs> again, my wife knows me. I'm not going to wait. Yeah. I'm not going to let somebody else tell me what I should be doing. Yeah. Like I, when God convicts my heart, yeah. boom, that's what we're doing. Right? And so I said, because I know how Jeremy is, yeah. I'm going to tell Tracy first. Yeah. But I said, because I'm coming to the house, I called Jeremy, let him know. I'm going to tell both of y'all they need to hire mine. And he was telling me, like, bro, she this, she that, she the beat. I'm like, okay, that's cute. You need to talk to Tracy. Yeah. Because if I go to Tracy and she's just like, huh? Yeah. And then. And, and, but but I, I said it as this, solvent, like, I'm results-based. Yeah. So I said, look, put her through all the due diligence period that you put everybody else through. Mm -hmm. But I said, be careful because my wife is a beast in sheep clothing. So you're gonna look and have a conversation. They, oh, sweet, nice. Yo, that's really you're really you're a really nice person. I said, bro, behind the scenes, she's a monster. And, and so and so y'all peep game. He felt convicted to move from Bermuda to Atlanta to live close to us. No job. At, no, job. With no job. No job. On faith. At, at my crib, saying, bro, we supposed to be working together. But then sees the gap that his wife can fill. 
and goes all into, I want to make sure my wife is in this position because this is what y'all need and, and it's going to be a, a major blessing for y'all. And so we, we go through the process. I'm just going to expedite it, right? We hire Nicole. She's phenomenal. So we do our first event in Cancun. Yeah. And then, so here's, here's how, this is how good God is. So in my mind, I did my job. And to my, my Chris, when like I was, you was at peace. I was like, oh, I did. that was what it was about. Yeah, you we, was like, because you felt we, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and my wife got here. My wife was like, well, Chris can help with boom, boom, boom. So they were like, well, let's, then she was like, you speaking at a, you speaking at a, a NIL conference, have Chris on. And so, yeah, and Jim was like, yeah, my boy's an athlete. It makes sense, right? So it's me, <laughs> Jay. Speaker. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah. My, so my boy, my boy, <laughs> I me, just forgot. It's me, Jay, Iki, uh, um, Jeremiah, like, it's a lot of people, right? And you know, Jeremy hasn't seen me speak in years, mm. in years. Didn't know that I was a maestro thereof, right? Come here, bro. He, he had, come so here. So literally, I come downstairs the next day. Jeremy said, first thing I want to say is, I apologize. <laughs> he said, I forgot. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I forgot how nice you were. I love, it. Like he, I love the, the, it. The first thing he said was, first of all, before we had this meeting, I just want to apologize. <laughs> right. I, 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 I had forgot how nice yes. you were as a speaker. Yes. I said, bro, why? why? 17 years in, right, right, still right, 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 question right. the guy? What is really going on? He said you thought you lost your touch. <laughs> Like, I forgot. Yeah. I see you in entrepreneur mode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so then, him and Tracy, and I knew this was kind of going to be a grilling session. They're like, we host this first ever. What would you do? I was like, boom, 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 boom. And I said, let me host it. And I want y'all to send it back and just watch me. And they was like. I did it. They were like, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, they got trust issues. Right. So they were still like, this is their baby. This is like, their community. So they, I was like, bro, I don't want y'all to do You were talking nothing. about hosting what? The mastermind. Okay, okay, But okay, I was okay. like, how I do, y'all don't do nothing. Just sit to the side and I'll tell Jim when he speaks and go sit back down and enjoy your wife. Like, you're going to do no work. You're going to chill when you're in Mexico. And I did what I do. And they was like, Chris, we got to have a conversation. Right. <laughs> it, was that, it was that simple? And that was just, the, I mean, it's, I'm saying, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? you know. And so I was just sitting back like, I, I'm just seeing him on stage do his thing, managing the people, boom, boom, boom. Everything was so smooth. I was just like. Oh, this makes sense. Mm. And it's like I had a, I had a weird feeling of like, I'm not walking around here busy. Mm. Like I'm not having to put out fires and tell people to do stuff and kick them. Get your, you should, I can just sit back and observe like as a leader, yeah. as the CEO, like an exec, like ownership. I was just like, this real boss status. Yeah. I was a boss before. It's levels to it though. Level. I don't have to do. I can just say, this is what I need to get done. God bless me with people that can get it done. And so for you, you gave me the eyes to see like, mm. so now I have to make a decision. Mm. Now it's just like, yo, do I humble myself and realize I need the help? Because if not, and I try to do it alone, I'm setting us back. Yeah. I'm stopping the growth. Me and Tracy had to have some hard conversations. Like, yo, if we don't relinquish certain power, certain responsibilities, we stopping the growth of the company. Mm. And so God was like, bro, when I bless you with a man of God, alpha male, that's also an alpha. Shout out to y'all's frat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got oh, six? What, four or five that work for our company. Um, but he was just like, yo, when you have people like that, like, bruh. And so that's why I told Tracy, and I tell people to the day I die, if I ever question if we have the favor of God on our lives, I can look at Chris and Nicole, you know what I'm saying? And the sacrifice, the level of professionalism, the excellence, but then also the love, the care that they have for us and our family, like they in protection mode. 
And it's stuff we haven't even disclosed, but you know, the separate conversation me and Tracy had with you and Nick to, to let y'all know, you know what I'm saying? Like that thing is different. And so, yeah, but the fact that he would step back and maybe talk about that, like, you know what, I'm doing all of this stuff, boom. I'm dissolving yeah. that boom. This is my priority I, now. I wanna, I wanna share this because this is important. I know everybody wanna be like time short, but it's, it's important to give certain information. I'm over here thinking about two, there, two parts, two, there, two episodes. There's, you, five, there's five levels of a man, right? There's a there's a baby who cries for attention, right? There's a, a a youth who tries to earn attention, right? There's a young man who acts out to get attention. There's a grown man who gives attention and love, but there's a mature man who is attention and love. Now, most men I mm. mentor and help, they're all a level one, two, and maybe three. Because you need you need a female. You could be a fee, you could have a female to, to entertain one, two, and three. But you got to have a woman to help you, to help me to get you to a four and five, right? Because responsibilities comes with four and five. See all that crying for attention, trying to earn attention. You're thinking still about yourself, self preservation. I got to the place where I am attention level. You come into my space, I am attention and love. You're gonna be like, I got value from his presence. Right, I don't have to show and put on and get get this right. And get, I, that's just, it's just who I am now because of where I'm at with God and who I'm at with myself. I couldn't be a number two as a number one until I matured as a man. Hmm. It had nothing to do with age. It has to do with stage. Hmm. So where I'm at as a man allows me to put myself in a position knowing my worth and value because it's not dependent on the world. It's dependent on my worth. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care about validation externally because my God validated everything internally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when when I do what I do, it has nothing to do with what somebody else is doing. And that's why mm-hmm. I told you we got our own algorithm. What right. God is doing, but what God is doing between this right here, mm-hmm. no man has seen. Mm-hmm. No man has seen or heard what God is. And we just getting started. Oh my! And that's and that is that's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. We like a year in. And you know some of the opportunities. And I'm just, I'm just getting the brooms. Year one, I'm just sweeping. I'm just cleaning. Oh yeah, we ain't building yet. Oh, oh, can I, oh. can I, can I just ask, where did you get your spiritual grounding and foundation? Oh, hmm. good question. Man, I, uh, I grew up southern in the church, right? But at 16, I just had a bold conviction with the thirst for the word. Like I, I never like. Yes, I love praise and worship. Less, I love sermon. But I just literally love, love the word, and then. We used to study Bible study because my church didn't have a Bible study at the time at Miss Ethel House, and it was drug dealers and crackheads that was facilitating the Bible study. They just came out of jail. Uh, Bobby, um, Bobby, Maurice, uh, Maurice was a drug dealer. Just got two years off in county. He was in county for two years. He was on house arrest for years, but he, they was allowing him to do a community service like a Bible study at Miss Ethel's house. And so we had that dinner table. It was like six of us. I was the only kid there. And we would just go over the word, go over the word, go over the word. I had questions on top of questions on top of questions. And so when so much word is in you for the past almost 25 years of you just breaking down the word, now it just comes out. You know what I mean? Now it just comes out. And so I always, I felt, so I didn't, it was weird. I didn't fall in love with God first. I fell in love with the word first. Mm. So, and I think that's the substance. And when people say like, man, you wise among your years or whatever, because it's just like, I started with that word. You know what I mean? So God gave me another point that we have to, we have to highlight. Because we are such a values-driven company Mm -hmm. and heavy on the spirit, heavy on family, heavy on marriage, tell them 
about the breakthrough and what you had to grow through internally in your own house to get in one accord to even be ready for this position. I don't even hmm. have enough time for that, <laughs> right. to be honest. Jay, do we need to part two of this? As I as I said, the, the the level four and level five of my man, you need a woman to get there. Right. Like you can't even you can't even do that on your own. God built it to so He built the woman to be a help to the man. Woman comes already fully ready. A man has a place to do work from sweater to brow, but to transform, they need the woman to do do so. So in that process, it's me humbling myself to accept that 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 pricking and pruning from my wife to just be aware of my own personal growth and development. Now, we had mm-hmm. to go through what we had to go through. I don't have enough time to really break down all the nuances, but what I said, now that I got to this place in my life with Jeremy, I interrupted him and Tracy to be like, I know we want to grow the company, but not the expense of our marriage. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have marriage intervention in place every week that we pour into each other and we finish with hugging each other and speaking in each other's ear for 30 straight seconds about how much we love each other. So they, we both take turns on doing that after we pour into each other. I said, what we're not going to do is pour into the whole world right. and then not pour into each other yeah. and leave an empty cup. And then we be that, that news flash on ESPN. We be that news flash on the, the shade room. Alive. And I said, when it comes to the whole Dame Dash Jay-Z energy, it's not happening. And when it comes to shaming our wives and shaming our marriages, it's not happening. Right. That's the assignment I'm on. So all this hoopla and all that growing and his networking friends, cool. Y'all can have all that. I want our wives to be in one accord and we're going to invest in that. We're about to invest in it real quick. Yeah. Right? And I want us to grow <laughs> as a family with our children. That's what my heart is. My heart ain't on this other stuff. I just don't want to stop talking. Like, like, it, like my, my, my thing is... So how about so how, how about, about we, we come back yeah. and do a part two next week? Yeah, I just I just say yeah, I just I just say we run it yeah and just do a part two next week, dog. You, you just game? cut this like, episode up into I'm, two episodes. Like, like, yeah, we yeah. might as well just keep going and cut this just into keep two. This, let's keep like, going. Like, can y'all and rock cut this with us? Like, because I know I'm. It was a point in time where mm. I know Jeremy was sitting here like Mike ain't focused, and he's right because I was I was y'all. I was like man, I gotta be up here and be a host. But, but I, you, I just want to I just want to listen. Like, 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 good, like y'all, like thank y'all. Like I love my job, but I just I'm I, the first time I got jealous of y'all. I was like, y'all get to see this from here. Like I don't want to think about my next I question. I want to. I just want to listen. So, so, so this is what we'll do. Let's do it, Jay. We'll, Come on. We'll wrap up this episode. Okay. We gonna keep it going. Yeah. But if you want part two, we'll release part two next next week. week. Perfect. So we see y'all next week. Even though we ain't going nowhere. I like that. Now that false status right there. And now we ain't got to rush my boy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we'll see y'all next week. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.